0: Hey guys, my name is Emma Mack and you are listening to the Getting to Know God podcast. Most of you guys don't know me. I am 25 years old and I live in Texas. I'm not a pastor. I'm not a speaker. I'm not even that well read in the Bible, but I want to strengthen my relationship with God and lead others to do the same as well. So that's where I'm at and hopefully you'll take this ride with me. I don't know about anybody else, but I'm feeling extra lonely right now. Obviously, because we are social distancing that I'm not seeing all the people that I normally do. But the thing that's so hard about it is that it kind of shows you who your like true friends are. I'm not trying to drag anybody or make anybody feel bad. But, you know, I've only had my best friend Talk to me this whole time. So I haven't had much contact with any of my friends, and that's kind of why I'm feeling lonely. You know, I don't have a boyfriend or a significant other, I just have myself and God. One thing that I've noticed both in my life and those around me is that we fill our lives with empty and meaningless things. For example, on the far end, of the scale, I guess, for lack of a better word. People fill the void with sex, drugs, alcohol on a more relatable level for me personally. Things that I tend to fill the void with are like online shopping and eating junk food and just eating more in general. When I know those things aren't good for me and that I don't need to be spending money, but somehow I can always talk myself into spending $50, 60 $70 on something that I think that I need. But do I need it? Hmm, probably not. And I think being able to be aware of that coping mechanism that we have is very important because now I know it's like, okay, am I buying this just to buy it or am I buying it because I need this item? Am I wanting to eat more because I'm hungry or because I'm bored or lonely? Am I emotionally eating or do I actually need to eat? So just a practical tip, not that anybody asked, but I'm going to give it anyways. Um, If I know that I am wanting a snack just to have a snack and not because I'm like a little bit hungry, I'll like get a piece of gum and chew on that to have my mouth be occupied so I'm not thinking about wanting a snack. Another thing I do is listen to music a lot. Now, I don't always listen to Christian music, but I do listen to it most of the time. And I have a few playlists that I like to listen to when I'm feeling lonely, sad, depressed, just kind of like any negative emotions. So I will link that below in the show notes to my Spotify playlist and if you guys have any song suggestions for the playlist, please shoot me a DM on Instagram. And you can find me on Instagram at To Know God Podcast. And if you want, you can also email me at getting to know God podcast at gmail dot com. So when it comes to loneliness in the Bible, I found some scriptures and examples of people who are lonely and who are really depending on God to fill that void like we all should do, preaching to myself mainly. So the first one is Job. If you've ever read the story of Job, you would know that he had everything and it was all taken away from him, everything he owned, all of his family members, and it was to test him to see whether he would stay faithful to the Lord. And during that time, his friends kept telling him that he was sinning and he needed to repent for his sins. When Job never sinned, this was not about anything that Job did. God was just testing him. And so imagine the loneliness that must occur when you are going through this horrible, tragic event and all of your friends are telling you that it's your fault that this happened to you when it really wasn't. Like that to me sounds like One of the loneliest experiences I could, anyone could ever go through. So the second set of scriptures I'm going to read is from Jeremiah 15, and I'm going to start in verse 10, and this is from the perspective of Jeremiah. Then I said, What sorrow is mine, my mother? Oh, that I have died at birth. I am hated everywhere I go. I am neither a lender who threatens to foreclose nor a borrower who refuses to pay. Yet they all curse me. The Lord replied, I will take care of you, Jeremiah. Your enemies will ask you to plead on their behalf in times of trouble and distress. Can a man break a bar of iron from the north or a bar of bronze? At no cost to them, I will hand over your wealth and treasures as plunder to your enemies. For sin runs rampant in your land. I will tell your enemies to take you as captives to a foreign land for my anger blazes like a fire that will burn forever. Then I said, Lord, you know what's happening to me. Please step in and help me. Punish my persecutors. Please give me time. Don't let me die young. It's for your sake that I am suffering. When I discovered your words, I devoured them. They are my joy and my heart's delight, for I bear your name. O Lord, God of heaven's armies, I never joined the people in their merry feasts. I sat alone because your hand was on me. I was fulfilled with indignation at their sins. Why then does my suffering continue? Why is my wound so incurable? Your help seems as uncertain as a seasonal brook, like a spring that has gone dry. This is how the Lord responds. If you return to me, I will restore you so you can continue to serve me. If you speak good words rather than worthless ones— you will be my spokesman. You must influence them. Do not let them influence you. They will fight against you like an attacking army, but I will make you as secure as a fortified wall of bronze. They will not conquer you, for I am with you to protect and rescue you. I, the Lord, have spoken. Yes, I will certainly keep you safe from these wicked men. I will rescue you from their cruel hands." So, that was actually Jeremiah 15, 10 through 21, but I felt like it was important to hear how God responded to Jeremiah because he was obviously feeling very lonely and rejected, just how I'm feeling right now. So, next is David in the Psalms. I'm not sure exactly what the context is here, but all I know is that what David is saying is basically what I'm feeling. And I feel like this is a really good example of how we should come to God and tell him how we're feeling instead of just kind of letting it simmer in our own heads like I do. So, when I'm feeling like this, I should follow David's example and pray about it. So, this is Psalms 25, 16 through 21. Turn to me and have mercy, for I am alone and in deep distress. My problems go from bad to worse. Oh, save me from them all. Feel my pain and see my trouble. Forgive all my sins. See how many enemies I have and how viciously they hate me. Protect me. Rescue my life from them. Do not let me be disgraced, for in you I take refuge. May integrity and honesty protect me, for I put my hope in you. God. Ransom Israel from all its troubles. So the next one I'm going to read is Isaiah 53 1 through 3. Who has believed our message? To whom has the Lord revealed his powerful arm? My servant grew up in the Lord's presence like a tender green shoot, like a root in dry ground. There was nothing beautiful or majestic about his appearance, nothing to attract us to him. He was despised and rejected. A man of sorrows, acquainted with deepest grief. We turned our backs on him and looked the other way. He was despised and we did not care. So, that scripture talks about how Jesus was rejected and how lonely he must have been because he went totally against the grain. You know, God really understands what we're going through right now because Jesus experienced the same thing. So, the last one is Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me beside peaceful streams. He renews my strength. He guides me along right paths, bringing honor to his name. Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid, for you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. You honor me by anointing my head with oil. My cup overflows with blessings. Surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life. And I will live in the house of the Lord forever. Now that one is not really an example of loneliness, I guess. But I feel like it's really encouraging when you are feeling lonely or sad or depressed, or anxious, you know, especially the first verse that really sticks out to me. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. I have God and I don't need anything else. Nothing else matters. That's all that matters. And I feel like that's a really important message, specifically to me who's feeling extra lonely. So with all that in mind, I'm really interested and I would love to hear from you guys. So you can either DM me on Instagram, you can comment on my most recent post, or if you want, you can email me as well. But I would like to know what helps you to not feel so lonely or what advice can you give to someone who is lonely? So you can also, if you just want to make a post on Instagram, you can hashtag it with GTKG podcast and I will find that as well. So please let me know your response to those questions. And that's it for this week. You can follow me on Instagram at Getting to Know God Podcast, and you can email me at Podcast at gmail.com. And thank you so much for listening, and I will see you next week. Oh, and don't forget about the playlist in the show notes. I will also make a post on Instagram so you can find it there as well. Thanks. Bye.